Well, good Friday evening, everybody. It is time for a special edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. And we are going to do WrestleMania Goes Hollywood predictions. Uh, I'm going to try and do a couple special episodes when when they merit. Um, and I'll talk about here at the end of this episode, kind of the next one I'm looking at doing. Um, so let's jump right into it. So tomorrow, starting tomorrow night, SoFi Stadium, we are going to have WrestleMania 39 or WrestleMania Goes Hollywood, which is the big tagline this year. And pretty stacked stacked card overall. I'm going to give you my predictions. Um, predict. I'm also going to talk about uh, potential surprises that you might see at WrestleMania, but you also might see them on the Raw after WrestleMania. So let's jump right into it. And we're coming in hot with the the very first match. It's uh, it's been announced as it's going to be the opening match to WrestleMania, and that is the United States Championship match. The champion Austin Theory defends against John Cena, and this is John Cena's first WrestleMania in two years. He last WrestleMania was the COVID year WrestleMania, uh, lost to Bray Wyatt in a. What was that called? Fire, firehouse one, Firefly Funhouse match. Yeah, it was it was an interesting match, but um, this has kind of been a bit of a build uh, match. Austin Theory has been talking a lot of smack, pretty much going all the way back to you know when he got elevated to the main roster about John Cena. You've had a gr- uh, pretty slow build, and then you've had a little bit of a quick build. John Cena came out, accepted the challenge. So that was the only time we saw Cena throughout this entire um, build up to this match, and so this is a this is an interesting one to me because everything looks like this would be a moment for Austin Theory to get a good win over John Cena that this would elevate Austin Theory but I'm I'm thinking John Cena surprises everyone and wins this match wins the United States title and then he's going to drop it on Monday Night Raw to a debuting superstar uh Jay White's been the one that's been frequently mentioned you could do that you could do other ones as well but yeah I'm I'm going to go I'm going to zigzag a little bit I'm going to say John Cena wins the opening match here's why i say cena wins the opening match number one it's the opening match i think you want to get the crowd hot you give them a little bit of a shock factor having cena win and you know john cena has not won a won a match in quite a while and so i think you you give yourself an opportunity to get him get him a match you also could potentially continue the feud with Austin Theory. Maybe Austin Theory interferes Monday night on Raw and ends up costing John Cena the U.S. title. Then you kind of continue the the feud into you could continue it into the Backlash pay per view or even like get it to SummerSlam. You know your SummerSlam this year is going to be at Ford Field in Detroit. I suspect you're going to want to have a lot of big big time matches in that one. And so I think you want to continue the feud. I don't think it hurts Austin Theory if he loses to John Cena. And I think this would also enable to have a little bit more of a uh, laid out longer feud. So I'm going with John Cena winning the United States title. 
and then dropping it on the on the next raw in the opening match. So um, the other ones, I'm just going to kind of read off in order. Well, I'm going to try and put them in the order I suspect that they probably will be in. Um, I think you're going to end up with the tag team showcase, the men's tag team showcase next with Braun Strowman, Ricochet teaming up, taking on the Street Profits, Alpha Academy, and the Viking Raiders. So, you know, these tag team things, I think they're designed to, number one, put a bunch of people on WrestleMania, but number two, to have all sorts of big-time spot fests. Um, you're certainly going to see that with the Street Profits in here and Alpha Academy um, and Ricochet for that matter. I think probably most likely Braun Strowman. Well, excuse me, I'm choking on some. Sorry, behind the scenes, Chris Carpenter's show, there was something in my throat. Um, I'm okay now. Um, I think Ricochet and Braun Strowman win. Um, and here, here's here's why. I think Alpha Academy, they're really teasing a breakup and, you know, putting Otis or Otis with the male maximum male models. I don't see the Viking Raiders winning. Street Profits, I don't see them um, winning either. I'm, I'm going with my gut on this one. I think Braun Strowman and Ricochet end up winning. I think Ricochet does some sort of wild, you know, high-flying maneuver to win the match. So next match that I think will happen on here is I'm going to go with Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. Interesting. This has been a great build to this matchup. And, you know, Logan Paul has been extremely impressive in the wrestling ring, and he has revealed that his contract is up after WrestleMania. So it'll be interesting to see will they attempt to re-sign him, bring him, bring him in for some additional matches. Who knows? Um, I think Seth Rollins wins, though. I think Seth Rollins, you know, needs to get this win. Potentially, he is going to be a challenger. I think down the road um, for the World Championship. And you want to kind of solidify him as a main event player here and get get him some heat, get him some uh, push here by beating Logan Paul. All right, next match, I think you end up with the tag team match of Becky Lynch, or the six-man, excuse me, of Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish taking on damage control. There has been all sorts of rumors about this match, and the big rumor has been you might see a Trish Stratus heel turn and this this would uh, lead up to a buildup of a Becky Lynch Trish Stratus match going into SummerSlam. That makes a lot of sense. I think that's a big money match before SummerSlam. So I am going to go with Damage Control on this one, and I do think you see a Trish Stratus. Could even see a Lita heel turn. I think either of those uh, women um, going up against Becky Lynch at a SummerSlam is money. And but I mean, if you have Trish turn on both of them. You could ignite a Trish Lita feud again, and then it could lead into a Trish Becky feud. And so you've got a lot of money matches that could come out of one of those women turning. So, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go for more of Trish turning because that's that's kind of been what the what the big chatter has been thus far. All right, then I think you're going to end up. This is where it kind of gets interesting as far as what's going to end the night. I think the next. So we've got three matches left for night one. I'm going to go ahead and say the next match will be Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. 
Um, here's some things I'm wanting to see about this match. Number one, Dominic has been great as a heel. That was probably the best thing that could have happened in his career. Um, he was very stale uh, as a as a face, you know, hanging out with his dad. He has really brought the fire as a bad guy. And I want to see an Eddie Guerrero inspired entrance from Dominic Mysterio. You know, he did, he, he alluded to the storyline this week on raw and said, you know, he wished Eddie Guerrero was his poppy. Um, he's kind of, his look is very Eddie Guerrero esque. And so please come out with the low rider, Eddie Guerrero. You can even come out with the Eddie Guerrero music. That'd be awesome. Um, I think most likely, I'm going to lean towards Rey Mysterio winning here. I don't think this feud is is over at WrestleMania. You will see a backlash. I'm certainly certainly you will probably see a a match at WrestleMania Black backlash. But I think you know Rey Mysterio gets his Hall of Fame induction tonight. It makes a lot of sense to go ahead and have him win and beat his son. And certainly, I think Dominic will get a win down the road against his dad. Um, at another pay-per-view, or excuse me, premium live event. All right. I think the next to last, the penultimate match on Saturday night is going to be the SmackDown Women's Championship. You've got Charlotte Flair taking on Rhea Ripley, and I think Rhea Ripley wins. You know, I think the the way that the build, build has happened, first of all, Charlotte Flair doesn't need to be champion all the time. But I think she's the perfect person for Rhea Ripley to beat and to really solidify her status and really solidify Judgment Day. You have a potential to have a really good Judgment, really elevate this Judgment Day faction. And, you know, I think Rhea Ripley is, is should be treated kind of as the leader of the Judgment Day. And her being a world champion would certainly um, help in that in that storyline. And I think it just makes sense. You know, this, you know, Charlotte beat Rhea Ripley back in 2020 at, at the COVID WrestleMania for the NXT uh, women's title. I think it makes a lot of sense for Rhea Ripley to win the SmackDown championship. Now, what will be interesting is judgment day. Well, I mean, judgment day by and far has been on raw. I I've, I'm going to talk more about all that whole situation and when we get to kind of our what my post WrestleMania predictions are going to be, but bottom line, I think, oh wow, breaking news: Iowa beats South Carolina. Whew. So we're gonna have LSU Iowa in the women's championship. Please Iowa win. I don't want Kim Mulkey Robinson to win, or whatever her name is this year, this week. Um, sorry, Squirrel. Um, so yeah, I think Rhea Ripley wins the SmackDown Women's Title. And I, th- I expect big things from Judgment Day um, moving forward. I think they, they really are going to be kind of some big primetime players. And especially if you end up going back to two world titles, you could certainly see one of them, Finn Balor, maybe challenge for the world title. Brings me to my main event. And I think the main event has to be the Usos taking on Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for the Undisputed Tag Team Championship. And I think the storyline of WrestleMania, I, mean, I might be spoiling where I'm leaning towards the main event, but I think the storyline of WrestleMania goes Hollywood is we see the end of the bloodline and we're going to see it 
the beginnings of it, Saturday night, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens are going to beat the Usos, take the tag straps away from them. Boom. The bloodline loses some of its luster, which is going to lead us into Sunday's WrestleMania. And I think you will see some sort of backstage vignette where Roman Reigns, maybe he even like disowns them. Um, but there's going to be tension revealed in the bloodline going into Sunday's WrestleMania stories. But yeah, I think the Usos lose. Great way to end that night one of WrestleMania with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens with the belts, having vanquished the Usos. And now let's jump into night two. And we're going to start with, I think we're going to start probably with the women's um, tag team show showcase. Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez taking on Natalia and Shotzi, Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, and Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. And I am going to go with the Sonya Deville-Chelsea Green win because I think this is a perfect opportunity to bring in a redebut of Zack Ryder helping his wife win this tag team showcase. And moving forward, it's going to be interesting to see how Zack Ryder is portrayed in the WWE. He's been a uh, he's he's been a very serious wrestling character in the Indies and in Impact and in NWA. But are we going to bring him back and have him do the whole Zack Ryder, you know, yo yo yo, you know, broski thing, or are we going to treat him kind of like what they've done with Cody Rhodes and actually treat him as a legitimate? Um, wrestler with championship aspirations. That's what's going to be interesting to see, but I do think perfect opportunity to bring him in in this tag team showcase. And if you're opening, that's your opening match. You've got a Zack Ryder coming back thing. You're going to get a big pop from the crowd there. All right, next, I think we're going to see the Gunter versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus for the Intercontinental Championship match. I think ultimately Gunter retains. I think there's going to be some sort of breakdown and fight between McIntyre and Sheamus. And ultimately that is going to allow Gunter to retain. Um, he'll probably, I'm going to say, end up pinning Sheamus. Um, and then it'll be interesting to see moving forward. I think ultimately we might see Sheamus win the Intercontinental title down the road. But... I think in this whole triple threat thing, this is designed as a way to maybe prolong a Gunter-Sheamus feud, but also a way to keep the strap on Gunter um, without, you know, making Sheamus and, and McIntyre look weak. All right. I think the next match we will probably see at this point is, um, I think we're going to see the Bianca Belair-Asuka match. For the Raw Women's Title, um, there's not been a, really any storyline buildup at all in this match, and I just I th I think ultimately it's not time for Bianca Belair to lose Latin yet. I think she wins, um, and you know I think she, I don't know I don't know if she'll necessarily win it fairly easily, but I I don't I, I'm not seeing a storyline continuing beyond this uh, WrestleMania match. It just seemed like it was one of those deals like, oh, we've got to get an opponent for Bianca Belair. Well, let's throw, 
throw paint on the wall. Well, we got we got Asuka. She hadn't faced her yet, and that's kind of where we're at. And I think Bianca Belair wins um, against Asuka. All right, we've got three more matches. I think I think we're gonna put the Edge Finn Balor match on uh, next, and this will be a Hell in a Cell match. Um, all sorts of rumors floating around. Um, we we are definitely gonna get the Demon Finn Balor version, and there's rumors that you are going to probably most likely see Gangrel, and there is there's even a potential. This has been floating around that we could see Christian show up and see a complete brood reunion. That would be awesome. Um, I'm going to lean towards that probably not happening happening because Tony Khan is a fool. I But I do think you will see a Gangrel appearance. Edge will do the whole brood entrance. Hell in a Cell happens. I think it's going to be a great match. I think Finn Balor wins because I think... In this new year with potentially uh, split world championships, I could see a Finn Balor world title run coming soon, which I'd love to see. I'm a huge Finn Balor fan. I was really disappointed when he got injured and couldn't be couldn't have a universal title uh, run. He's the first universal champion, but you know certainly I think he's going to be part of the big the big year that the judgment day is going to have all right our penultimate match i think is going to be omas taking on brock lesnar there's been all sorts of critiquing and criticism of this match um you know the people talking about is this the best way to use brock i i think ultimately you're you're either accomplishing one of two things number one you're trying to get a little bit of of heat and respect back to Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar has not won a match um since last uh, January 1st with the uh you know day 1 pay-per-view. So it's been a while for him. So you're either trying to get some shine back on Brock Lesnar. I don't know if you necessarily need to do that. I think he's pretty well respected. He's he's over as they say. Um I think most likely this is a perfect opportunity if you're wanting to get that big, bigger push to Omos. Getting, giving him a win over Brock Lesnar could be a, a huge opportunity for that to happen. I'm, I'm actually going to lean towards a no contest here. I think something happens. There's a disqualification. And the reason I say that is I think maybe you can kind of continue some sort of streak here and and have them fight again or, uh, you know, something. Which gets us to our main event. Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare. Take it on. The head of the table, Roman Reigns, for the Undisputed Universal Championship. Um, Roman Reigns has been champion since August of 2020. And the big question has continued to be, who dethrones him as champion? I mean, my pod, since my podcast has been broadcasting, there's only been one world champion, Roman Reigns. Um, <laughs> so we've seen Drew McIntyre, Brock Lesnar, 
Kevin Owens, John Cena, Matt Riddle, all these people try to challenge, and Roman Reigns is one. Now there's he's he's almost to a thousand day reign, which is causing some people to say, "Oh well, it would make sense for him to retain and get that thousand day reign." I think we have finally found the person that that is the perfect person to dethrone Roman and really create yourself a new main eventer in Cody Rhodes. And I think Cody Rhodes wins on Sunday night and defeats Roman Reigns. I think you see the end of the bloodline, or at least this incarnation of the bloodline, Sunday night. And Cody Rhodes becomes your new world champion. Now, what happens next? And that's been the big question that a lot of people are talking about. What happens next? I think, number one, Roman Reigns disappears for a while, which is fine, which is good. I think, you know, there's a potential. You get Roman Reigns to disappear for even a few months you could have him come back as a face. You could have him come back as this vengeance-filled heel. There's uh, there's multiple things you can do with Roman Reigns if you have him disappear for a while, have the bloodline break apart. Um, the big question then is, will we see a split in the titles? I believe you will. And I believe Monday Night Raw, the Raw after WrestleMania, you will see... Cody Rhodes debuted a brand new title belt, something that looks very okay, folks. Sorry, I I got this is the follies of recording on your phone. I got a phone call in the middle of the podcast, so let me finish my thoughts. So ultimately, I think Cody Rhodes wins, and he's going to introduce some version that looks very similar to the Winged Eagle belt. I think. Then you have an opportunity to split the titles. I also think we're going to see some sort of draft take place, and we're going to see more of a roster split slash brand extension again with uh, Roman no longer holding both belts. Um, Now, who's going to challenge Cody Rhodes? That's where it gets interesting. Um, Prediction for Monday Night Raw, I think Randy Orton comes back. Could you have him come back as a heel? Him and Cody Rhodes have history. Yeah, certainly. Um, I think you could also see a, a Orton Riddle comes back. Orton lays de- lays out Riddle, and maybe you have an Orton Riddle feud. But um, I think it's going to be just very interesting to see what direction the WWE goes post-WrestleMania, but uh, bottom line, I do see uh, the introduction of two world titles again. Uh, I've heard rumors that the Universal title may be permanently retired. If the, Here's what I would love to see. So let's have the Winged Eagle belt with Cody Rhodes, and then let's bring back the big gold world championship belt. And you could put it on, I mean... Take your pick who you put it on. You know, a lot of it will depend on do you want Cody on the Raw show or SmackDown. You know, I think if you if he's on Raw, 
Well, a lot of it, I think, depends on. I think you're going to have a brand extension, and then ultimately, I think you have some either some sort of tournament, or I don't know what you'll do, but you'll crown a new world champion, and boom, you've got two champions again. Um, and then at that point, you could you could build up to SummerSlam, have the SummerSlam rematch, Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, or if you even want to hold Roman Reigns out and maybe have him come back as a as a face, you know, you could do a double turn, have Cody turn heel. I don't know. I think there's all the sky's the limit when it comes to what you do post WrestleMania. And that's what's that's what's gonna be really fascinating to watch. So um the other big thing, um, I haven't really talked about it a lot in this podcast, is what is the potential that WWE gets sold? You know, Vince McMahon supposedly has returned to the company to potentially prepare it for a sale or in this midst of renegotiating with uh, the networks. I I don't think the WWE sells at this point. I think the, the if anything, this could be a move towards WWE going private again. You know, the reason Vince McMahon got basically he had to leave the company was because he is beholden to shareholders and you can't just pay a bunch of hush money when you've got shareholders. And so I think maybe Vince McMahon's strategy is going to be, let's take the company private. So we'll see. That'll be something continue to keep an eye on. So hope everybody has a great weekend. I will do a normal Chris Carpenter show episode on Sunday and boy, oh boy, we got some stuff to talk about. Tech baseball tonight, insane wild, Tech basketball finally has a new coach, so we got lots to talk about. But hope everybody has a great weekend. Happy pre-April Fool's Eve day, and I will see you on Sunday for The Chris Carpenter Show.